Okay, that's my mouth. We're starting from the bottom of Memo and Vase. In the middle of Sugiya, the Gemara brought the Brisa, dashing on which types of animals you're not allowed to bring as Karbonis. The Pasuk had said, Mena Behema, we said, Loitzi, it's a Rever, it's a Nirva, Mena Bakr, Loitzi, it's a Neve, Mena Tsun, Loitzi, it's a Muksa, Umenatsun, Yakshavov, Loitzi, it's a Negeach. And Rabshimon commented on that in the Brisa, the Lechera, a Negeach, and a Rever, and Nirva are the same. They're both people, both animals, I should say, who did a verse that are Mukhri of Misa. And therefore, what do we need them both for? And Rabshimon said, because each one is unique in their halachas. And therefore, Rabshimon said, well, how are they unique? He said, because one, by a Rever, you're going to be Chayev, whether it's Ba'inus or Baratza meaning whether you're the Revea or the Nirva, whereas by Negech, not. And he said also by Negech is different because you're Chayef Koifer, whereas by Revea or Nirva, you're not Chayef Koifer. And therefore, you would, if you only had one, you would not necessarily know that the other one is going to be puzzled as a carbon. So we're just focusing on that last little Nakuda, four lines up from the bottom. Amar Mar, Negech, Mashal Mishakoifer, Revea, and Mashal Mishakoifer. Says, I don't say, what is the case over here that you're saying that there's a Chumrah by Negech that it pays Koifer and a Kula by Revea that it does not pay Koifer? In terms of their Chi of Misa, both animals are that's not a debate. It's just a question of this extra idea of that The reason Yenachayv Misa is because you did a Misa Revea that led to the death of the person. So the animal was Revea, a person, and killed the woman while he was being Revea. So Mali Mali If he killed her, he killed her. It doesn't make a difference how he killed her, whether he gored her and killed her, or he ran her over the Chayret. We'll see the Gemara maybe different in a second. You're going to be Chayv as a Nageach as well. And therefore, of course, you're going to have a Chayv Kaifer in that case. It's not true that there's no difference. Ella, what are we talking about? The Rav of Eloikala. We're talking about a case where we're pure Misa, where the animal killed a person, as opposed to when the animal just had a Misa Tashvish with, with a woman. So it's not a Kula in Dini Ravia. In terms of their Chiv Misa, it's the same. Just Kaifer is only applicable when the victim dies. Over here, the woman did not die. So there's no Chiv Kaifer. So it's not a question of a Kula or a Chumra. It's a different circumstance. So I'm Rabbi, no. You're right. We're not talking about where she died from the Revia, but the woman's Chayef Misa in Bezdin. Okay, so this animal was Revia Nisha. The animal is Chayef Misa for the Mice Revia. The woman is Chayef Misa for the Revia. So what caused the woman to be Chayef Misa? Sort of the animal, the Maisatashva she had with the animal. So So maybe you could then say that the animal is also responsible somewhat for the Isha's death. And you could have theoretically maybe said that there would be a Chiv Kaifer then as well, because the animal somewhat, although Derech but the animal caused the woman's death, not physically, but halachically caused the woman's death. So maybe there will be a Chiv Kaifer. And the Pazik says there's not. So therefore, Shimon says, you do see some differentiation that by a Chiv of the animal killing a person, there is a direct Chiv Kaifer. Whereas when the animal indirectly causes the, chiv, the death of a person, there is no Chiv Kaifer. So that could ki'ilu be a Chumar and a Kula. That's Abayas Pshad. Rav Amar Lerelem, the Rav of Akala. Rav is the Chiddush, something we have not yet seen. We're talking about where he had a Maisabiyah with the woman and he killed her. Right, the animal was lying on the woman, killed her. Mamish killed her from the Maisabia. Oh, the Kashach, Mali Kotlebar Karnai, Mali Kotlebar Via. Your question was, so then he should be Chayef Kaifer. Lamaisi killed her. Terence says, Karen Kavanasi Lahazik, Hai Kavanasi Lahanasa, Atzmaihu. You're only Chayef Kaifer when an animal kills somebody with intent to cause Hezek. If the animal is 
killing somebody, but not with intent to call hezek, rather intent for his own pleasure, in this case, a ma'isa tashmish, you're not chayef kaifer, even if she dies. And my pligi, we're arguing on a basic question is, the regal shador so if you have a regal, or in this case it's shame, because it's hana, but the same idea, if it's non-karen, if it's not kavanosik lahazik, and an animal kills, in this case a baby, animal's walking, there's a baby on the floor, it steps on the baby and kills it, but chatzar nizik, where you normally be chayef a regal, is there a din kaifer? La baya mishalim kaifer. Baya says, Lamaisa, an animal killed a person. Animal kills a person, you pay kaifer. The Rava loy mishalim kaifer. Rava says, in this case, you don't pay kaifer. Because you only pay kaifer when it's kamarasi lahazik. So there's a tremendous nafkamina, how we're darshing this posik over here, and of Shimon's Nakud and the Braisa, whether there is a chi of kaifer in a case of not kamarasi lahazik by an animal. We see a brisa like Rav, that Rav said that this animal who is not going to be Chayav Misa, this animal at Stadion, the animal who is killing Boinus, that Rav said it is kosher legabim is bad. So we have a brisa like that. Shor Tzadion Enu Chayav Misa, of course, everybody agrees to that. And the brisa says, V'kosher legabim is bad. It's like it was forced. It's like it was forced. Like we said yesterday, Rav Hells is no, not considered a vera altogether, and therefore such an animal is totally kosher, even to be used as a carbon. No, it's not a like, right, can I get a bite? It's a question of, you have to answer Rav Shimon's question. Rav Shimon's question was, what do we need both for? So if Shimon said this before, then in Rav Shimon we see that, but you'd have to explain it some other way. But like the first shot we said, that it was talking about a case of, of Rav Avilai Kotla, and it was indirect. You could say either way. Says the Mishnah. Let's just go back and read these psukim over here because these are psukim that we're going to be going through the details of. The psukim say again in Parshas Mishpatim, if a shor gores a man or woman, v'meis, and the shor kills the human being, you kill the animal, you're not going to eat the meat of the animal, which is a strange words in the Pasuk. What is that coming to teach? We'll focus on that in a second. And the owner of the shor is naki. Whatever Naki means, we'll have to define that as well. Then the Pasik says, However, if the animal is a Muid, which automatically tells us that the first Pasik and Pasik was talking about a Tam. So the first Pasik and Pasik was talking about a Tam. If the animal kills a person, even if the animal is a Tam, you go ahead and you kill the animal. You're not allowed to eat the meat. And the Balashar is Naki. So the Balashar Naki sentence is that some kind of halacha in Dine Tam. Okay. If the animal is a muid, and he and also over there it says yumas. Now that it's a muid, not only is the animal die, but also the owner is somewhat chayavisa. But as we said, however, he gets out of the chayav misa, or the definition of the chayav misa is that he pays. <laughs> Whether the animal kills an adult or it kills a child, we'll see what that pasuk is teaching me. The same halach applies. And then there's another halach at the end of the pasuk, end of the parsha. If the animal did not kill a free person, it killed an eved or an amma. Talking here. You kill the animal anyways. In this case, also, you pay a, a sort of a kaifer, but it's not a kaifer based on the value of the mazik or the nizik, as we discussed. It's a fixed amount called 30, shek, 30 shek, shekel. 30 shekel you pay, regardless of the actual value of the evidence, you always pay 30 shekel. Okay, now here also in this Pasuk, it's not clear. Are we talking about a Tom? Are we talking about a Muad? By the Pasuk of Evan, it's not clear from the Pasuk what we're talking about. So that's, that's what our, our Sugh is going to focus. Says the Mishnah. 
Shoshana Kirchasada Mumais, Muid, if it's in Muid, Mishan Kaifer, the Tam Potamir Kaifer. Now, we did have a Shita earlier in the Masechta that did learn that Tam does pay Chetzi Kaifer. Our mission is not going with that Shita. We'll see the Drushes in the Gemara. Vezevazech Haivin Misa, whether the animal is a Tam or Muid, as we saw from the Pasuk, I'll show you Sakel, you kill the animal anyways. Vechem to Ben, Vechem to Bas. Whether it killed an adult or whether it killed a child doesn't matter. The animals chayv mis and these halachas apply. Nogach eved oyama if it killed a eved kenani or a shivcha kenanis noisim shloishim shloim and has to pay thirty shekel or sela veishu yafa mayamana veishani yafa ladiner echad whether that thirty is more or less then the actual value of the evidence is irrelevant. You always pay 30. The Pesach doesn't say it, but as the Pesach says, of course, in this case, also, you kill the animal. It says the more of a technical question. What's the case? The Pesach makes no sense. If the animal kills a human being, you kill the animal. It's the first Pesach. If it does it three or four times, now, after multiple days, now it becomes a muid, and now there's a din craver. How does it become a muid? The first time the animal killed a person, the animal is killed. So if the animal is killed, it's not around anymore to become a muid. So what's the technical case of the pasuk? What's pasuk shot in the pasuk? So Gemara offers eight different answers, possibilities. Amar Rabbah, has an amazing chiddush. We're talking about where it did not successfully kill the first few people. It attempted to chase and kill it, and the person escaped. And just on the attempted murder... We're going to make it into a mood. That's a big Kiddush. Where do we ever see that an attempted murder makes you into a mood? We don't see such a thing like that. Obviously, if you kill a person, if you damage a person, or damaged by a regular case of common word by Hezek, we never see an attempt counts. So that can't be shot in the Pulsic. Ella says, Ravashi, we're talking about where he gored three people and they didn't die. Okay, they were in the hospital, and then at the end, when he gored the third one, all three died. So they all three died then. But he, so he gored one animal, uh, one person on, on Sunday, one person on Monday, they were still alive, and on Tuesday, when he gores the third person, now all three die. So that's how you can have a situation where it wasn't yet killed, because those people had not died yet. Then on the same day, or whatever it is, they all die. So now you can have a case where you have, all of a sudden, he becomes a mood now, automatically. That's one upshot. If he said, well, wait a second. What if he killed three behemoths and became a muad for a behemoth? So maybe if he becomes a muad for a behemoth and he'd have to pay Nezik Shalim, now he automatically becomes a muad for killing a person. Says the Gemara, that's not true. Umuad the behemoth, a muad la adam, as a question? That's not true. Just because you're a muad for hurting an animal doesn't, make this, doesn't necessarily mean we consider you a muad for killing people. As we had earlier, we said you could have muad for different types of animals even. But even if you hold muad for one animal is muad for another animal, but that's not muad for killing a person, and therefore just because you gore an animal three times, that doesn't mean we're going to consider you a muad for another. So that answer we reject. Elamar of Simi. Of Simi is a different answer. What if the first three times, if you pay attention in Rashi and the Gemara over here, there seems to be a discrepancy whether we're talking about going twice and Michaev the third time or going three times and Michaev the fourth time. If you remember earlier, we had a Machlaikis and Rashi tells us how to learn that, Pshat and Rava. Rashi over here seems to be jumping back and forth if you pay attention to Rashi. We'll just go with the Pashab Shat that you go three and then Michaev on the four. Okay. If he killed three Goyim, now, an animal is not going to be Chayav Misa for killing a guy. He's only Chayav Misa if he kills a Ben Yisrael. But he can become a Muad L'Chayra. 
for killing human beings. And then if the four times he kills the Yisrael, that's when you'd have that halach of kaifer. So that's not true also. The mood of and Yisrael, is that true? Killing a guy does not make you a mood for killing a Yisrael. There's different mazel on a Yisrael. And just because an animal is a mood for killing a guy would not necessarily make him a mood for killing Yisrael. So therefore that would, that answer we also reject. What if he kills three Jews, but the three Jews he killed were already sick as trefus before he killed them? In which case, the animal is not going to be chayv misa. Just like a human being who's a reitzach, who kills a person who's nebuch a is not chayv misa as a reitzach, because the person was going to die anyways within the next 12 months. An animal who does the same thing is also not going to be chayv misa. So you can have a case where the animal is not chayv misa, and it's still alive, and therefore it gores three times. Once it gores the third time, now it becomes a mood for everybody. So that's also not true. The mood, the trefa, the mood, the shalim. Just because you could kill a trefa, does a Jewish person, but if he's a trefa, his mazel is weaker, <coughs> as opposed to a healthy person whose mazel is stronger. And therefore, if you're a mood for a trefa, it does not necessarily make you a mood for a healthy person. So that answer we also reject. Elmer of Papa, the cut of Yorekliama, Agma, the cut of Yorekliagma, the simplest answer. The animal escaped. It just wasn't prosecuted yet. So it, it, it killed and it ran away to the swamp. It killed and it ran away to the swamp. And therefore it was never prosecuted for its tom murder, and therefore it never had an opportunity to be killed, and then it did it a bunch of times. Now it becomes a muid. Okay, so we have two possible answers we have so far. We have the answer of the, that, they, that it killed, it, it de- delayed death, Ravashi's answer, that it, it gored them and they only died a few days later. Or we have Ravpapa's answer that it took escape. Ravachabar has an interesting case. Okay? That we made a hazama, we found the Edom to be liars of the Zaymime Zaymim. What is this case? An interesting case. So you have Edom come and say that the Shar killed Ruvain on one day. Then they, two Edom would say that the Shar killed Shimon a different day. Now, then other Edom came and said that those two Edom were liars. Okay? And they, were, they did a hazama on those two Edom. Those two sets of Edom are liars. Then on the third day, another set of Adam come and say, A, this shar killed a third person. And those Adam who said the first ones were Zaymimim, they themselves were liars. And therefore the original Adam are really true. Okay? So it turns out at the end of all of this that we do have three sets of Adam the animal killed, but we didn't kill him for the first two because we thought that those Adam were liars. It turns out they were not liars. So they were Zaymimim, Zaymimim. Says the Gemara, wait a second. So now what happened? Pay attention to what happened now. We sort of already asked this question before as well. On Sunday, we thought that he killed, the animal killed one person. On Monday, we thought he killed another person. Turns out we thought they were liars. and never really happened. On Tuesday, we found out that he killed a third person and that what really happened on Sunday and Monday really happened. So when did he find, when did the owner find out about all of this? On Tuesday. Now that's a question. We had a debate before. Does he have to find this out over three days? Or is it okay if he found it out at one time, even if the, the Misa happened on three days? Says the If you say that you just need the animal to gore on three different days, even though the only owner only found out in one day, fine. Did you have to warn him on three separate days? And therefore, over, it says, And we said that means, according to that sheet, that he has to be warned over three days. We're here, he only found out on Tuesday about all of it. So why would he become a Muad? So I didn't know. Says the Muno. Going down, recall him as the Kato Tura Gabe Havikoi. 
these Adams say that you, the owner, saw it happen on Sunday, and you saw it happen on Monday, and you saw it happen on Tuesday. So don't tell us you weren't aware of it. Not only did we see your animal kill somebody, we saw that you knew about it. Now, just to be very clear, that halacha is not really true. Meaning, if all the Adams actually come on Tuesday and say that you saw it on Sunday, you saw it on Monday, you saw it on Tuesday, he does not become a Muad according to the Shita. Because Amaisa, it's part of the din in the Agadin Bezdin. It's just that since we end up having true Adam on Sunday, and Adam on Monday, and Adam on Tuesday, they were Zaymimim, they became Unzaymimim, but Amaisa, we had Adam there, and the Bailim says that we can prove that the Bailim really, truthfully did know about it. So the combination of those two points, we can actually say that this even is Oymid in the, in the, in the din of Yehude Gavra. So that's another possibility where they were found to be, they were, there was Adim, we thought they were liars, and then it turns out they were true. So that, Why do we need to go three times? Why not say there were Adim, there were Zomimim, and then there were Adim again? That, uh, that is what we're saying. That is what we're saying. It's Zaymimim. You were Mizamim, the people who said that they were Zaymim on them. That, that is what we're saying. Ravina Omar. Ravina says another possibility. But Makirinus Balashar and Makirinus Ashar. The Adam came and told the owner that your, or, that your animal had gored and killed a person. They weren't sure which animal had actually done the damage. And therefore, you're not going to kill all the animals in his corral. But he himself is still responsible <laughs> to make sure all of his animals don't start killing people. And therefore, you can have a case where he gored three times and you did not kill the animal, but yet, eventually, we figure out which animal it is, and then it does become a muet. So, my Havilah, man, what did you want him to do? You have some crazy animal in, in your corral and all the animals. You should have protected all of them. Make sure that they don't get out to kill people. You didn't. And then eventually we figure out which animal it is. Another situation that you can have an animal that was a common killed and we, weren't, we didn't kill the animal. And then it became a mood. So this is all just technical explanations of how you can have an animal that was a tam who killed and did not be killed by Bezdin. Either he escaped, or we weren't sure which animal it was, or like we said before, they didn't die till afterwards, etc. Whatever answer you want to go with at the end of the suya, these are possibilities for this technical issue. Okay, so now let's get into the psuk. So the bracer goes to the psuk. How do you kill this animal? With rocks. You throw rocks at it and it dies. So any So obviously, when you throw rocks at an animal and it dies, it's not a kosher shechita. And if it's not a kosher shechita, it's an avela. And if it's an avela, it's aser b'achila, of course. So why is it to say you're not allowed to eat the meat? Of course you're not allowed to eat the meat. It's an avela. The veils are also to eat. Now, no, no one in the Torah directly says shechita per se, but we learn out that shechita is the halacha that you have to do to eat, no, every, to eat every animal. And here the Torah says, you kill it through skila, of course, you're not going to eat it. What is this extra words in the Pasuk? Lo yachos pasar. It says the Braisa. That if you go ahead and actually shecht it with a kosher shechita, with a kosher knife, everything, after the gmardin, but before the skila, aser vachila, the animal is still aser vachila, even though you did a hundred percent kosher shechita. But lamaisa, it was after the gemar. If you shechted before the gemar din, you shechted before bezdin gets to it. That's fine. The animal is kosher to eat. But once there's a gemar din of skila on this animal, the animal now becomes aser to eat, even if you did a maaser shechita to it. And the other that's only that's also to eat, like the Pasuk says. Bahano minayin. How do you know not only is it also bahilo, it's actually also bahano. And this is one of the cases we have in all of Shasta, one of the classic examples of something that's also bahano 
is a Charlotte Simon the Skila, right? Charlotte Simon the Skila is one of the classic cases of Asarana. How do we see that in the Pasuk? Tamalama, that's the last three words of the Pasuk. Bubala Sharnaki. The Balashar is removed. The Balashar is empty from this animal. My mashra, how do you see that in those words? Shimon ben Zayma, Aymer, Adam Shaman the it's an expression. A person says to his friend, Yatza ish plani naki menechasav. A person was wiped out from all his nechasav. The hen lebe hemanashaklum, and he has nowhere to get enough from them at all. So Balashar naki is actually teaching me that this is going to be the focus of the next two blot gemara, is one of these little three words, Balashar naki. So the first drush we're making now, the Balashar naki, is that teaches you the Isr hano. Not only is there an Isr achila if you shecht it, but it even has an Isr hano. It says, So you tell me what? says, if you shecht it after Gmardin, it's Asr Bachila and Balashar Noki. Also adds on that it's Asr Bachila. How do you know that's what it's for? Ema, maybe you could say, If you shecht it after the Gmardin and the Chanami, it's Mutter Bachila. Oh, what does it mean? No. Maybe loyachos pesari doesn't mean you're not allowed to eat it. Loyachos pesari means you're not allowed to get hanah from it, and it's teaching you the iser hanah. What do we do with balashar naki? Hold on, we'll see in a few minutes. But maybe loyachos not teaching me an iser achila and a chenami. If you kill it, of course you can't eat it because it's not shechted. If you shechted, maybe you could because it never had skila done to it. Loyachos pesari is teaching me when you do the skila that there's an isra hanah. How do you see isra hanah? Full loyachos pesari. Ukud ravo because ravo has a rule in many places in shas. Dam ravo mar belazer kamakam shenemar loyachal loyseichal loyseichlu. Whenever it says that type of lashon in the pasuk, echad isra achila veechad isra hanah b'mashma. The term does not just mean you're not allowed to eat it. The term also means you're not allowed to get enough from it. How do you know that? Until the Pasuk explains it, by the Pasuk by Nevela, what does it say? By the Pasuk it says, You could give it to someone, or you could sell it, or you can give it to a dog. So you see, only in those places does the Torah say you're allowed to use these things, even though it's Asurid. Mashma says Ravo. Everywhere else in the Torah it says you're not allowed to eat it, it means you're not allowed to eat it or get enough from it. Fine. So therefore, maybe, according to Ravo, we could dash to the Pasuk, Lo Yoichos Basari over here is teaching me, an Isra Hanah after Skila. But in Echem, if you never do the Skila, and you shecht it, maybe Taka, it would be Mutter. Says the Gemara, Amr, no. Hani mi lehecha denafkali Isra Achila v'Isra Hanah mikra mi Lo Yoichos. If you use the Pasuk of Lo Yoichos to teach me now to eat it, then Derech, that it teaches you now to eat it, it's also teaching me that you're not allowed to get enough from it. The Israchila in this animal, if you actually stone it, is not from the Pasuk of Loyachal, as we're saying, as we're attempting to say. It's from the fact that you never did a shita to it. You did a skila to it. If the Pasuk wanted to just teach me in Israel, no, because Israchila already know, say, you know, I get a no. Inami Loyachal, just say Loyachal, but as Basari Lami, you don't have to say the word as Basari. The Alpha Gavdavdas came, Basar Shachte Asr, must be the Torah is teaching you the no. In fact, the Torah expresses it as Loyachal. The Torah says the words Basar, the Torah is telling me that even if you shecht it, and therefore, theoretically, you would be allowed to eat it, not only is it Asr Bachila, it's also going to be Asr Bahano. So now we're coming out, Lamaisa, that no question, Loyachal is teaching me there's an Isra Achila, even if you shecht it. Now, wait a second, says the Gemara. According, now that you brought Ravo into this discussion, and you said Ravo says, anytime the Torah says you're not allowed to eat it, 
It also means you're not allowed to get enough from it unless the Torah tells you otherwise, and here it doesn't tell you otherwise, in which case I don't need the Pasuk of Balasharnaki. We said Balasharnaki is teaching me that it's Asarbana. I already know it's Asarbana. Once it says Lo Yechos Pasare, according to Rabbo, that automatically means you're not allowed to eat it and you're not allowed to get enough from it. So what do I need, what do I need Balasharnaki for? Says the Gemara, Maskev for Marzutra. Says Ema. First of all, Ema Hani Mili Hecha the Badak Tzur V'Shachat Pai. Says maybe. Wait a second. Maybe this whole Iser is if you shecht it via skila. How do you shecht it via skila? You use a stone to shecht it. If I use a stone, a sharp stone, a tzur stone to shecht it, then it would be keilu being mekayim the shechita and the skila together. Then when you have an Iser, kiyavde keein skila v'hecha the shechta b'sakin. If I use a knife, loy. So what are you talking about? Amri, Sakin, Miksiva, Daraisa, Torah never differentiates in Hilcha Shechita between what you shecht with. We don't care what you shecht with. Always there's something sharp that's good enough. But Tanana, Sheikh, Bamagalyad, Batsur, Bakana, if you shecht with a reed, a piece of wood, as long as it's sharp enough, Shechita, Sikshari, Daraisa, that's totally fine. And therefore there's no way the Torah would differentiate between different types of Shechita. They say it's Asr if you shecht it with a stone, but it's Mutter if you shecht it with a, with a knife. That can't be. And therefore, the Torah says here, it's also, it means no matter how you shecht it, it's going to be also. So says the Gemara, now the question that I said or two, uh, one step earlier. Now that the Isra Achila, and according to Ravvo, the Isra Hana also is now from the Espa Loyechos Pesari. So, Balashanaki Lamali. So, what do I need Balashar for? Obviously, once it says Loyechal, according to Ravvo, Loyechal automatically means Loyechal and Loyehana. So what's Balashar Naki teaching me? We're back to this question. So the next terrorist we're going to have here is Balashar Naki is teaching me not only is the meat usher, but the leather, the hides of the animal are also going to be usher. Why would you think not? So that's the It says, We're using that to teach me it's an Esar Achila, it's an Esar But maybe that's only referring to the meat of the animal. Aval oyre, the hides, the leather, nishtri. So Balasharnaki teaches me that the entire animal, all the parts, even the non-edible parts, are going to be asubano. Okay, so what we're coming out here is that in any case where you kill the animal, so uh, whether it's a tam or a it makes no difference, the animal becomes asubachila, asubano, no matter how you kill it. And Balasharnaki teaches me that even the non-edible parts of the animal are also going to be asubano. Someone's a nice drasha, but we're going to spend the end of today and all of tomorrow going through other drushas that you could possibly make from Balasharnaki. So if you use Balasharnaki for these other drushas, then we're back to our question. How do you know the leather and the hides are Asr Maybe only the meat should be Asr Banna. The Pasik says, if you look carefully in the Pasik, it says, Lo Yechal S. Besari. What's that extra S? It's Lo Yechal Besari. What's Lo Yechal S. Besari? The extra S is teaching me, Nafli S. Besari, S. Hatofala Besari. Not only is the meat usher, but the S means something secondary to the meat. That would be referring to the leather, which means either we know that the hides are usher from Balashanaki, or we know the hides are usher from that extra word S. Now, dashing esim in the Torah, the extra s, is an interesting point, says the Gemara. The Haitana es loy darsh. The Tana who uses Balasharnaki for that, he doesn't want to learn the word s because he doesn't dash an esim. As we had a famous Gemara, Kedisanya, Shimon ha'amasuni, v'amin ha'nechemi ha'amasuni, ha'yudarsh ka'asin shabatara. Right, there's a wonderful sefer put out by 
Rav Pesin and Masis Mordechai, who actually went through and dashed every single S. He brought a medrash for every single S. He put it up on our side of Rav Kook. It's an amazing sefer. Every S in the Torah, if there's a drasha for it and what the drasha is. Okay. So Shimon Hamasuni did this job. He started this process many thousands of years ago, and he was dashing all the S. You have to fear Hashem in S. There's nothing else to fear besides Hashem. Your Hashem is it. What else is there to fear? Pirish. He said, okay. I see from this positive, there's nothing left to Darshan from this S. And therefore, not only is this S not a drasha, but all the S that I Darshan up to then are also not going to be a drasha. This is in Dvar. He had already been through Bereshus and Shmois and Vayikr and Bamidbar, got to say for Dvar and Perak Vav. He said, forget it. He backed out. I'm going to tell me that Rebbe, what about all these drashas you made up until now? I'm going to Tyra is Tyra. I thought I had a good pshat. Sometimes you work through a whole sugi, you think you have a pshat. Then in sugi, you don't have a pshat. So I thought I had it, I didn't, and he stopped. So according to him, you don't dash an esim. And if you don't dash an esim, if you don't dash an esim, then how are you going to know the buses are, sir? From Balasharnaki. You have no choice. Even from that S, then not only is the Yiras Hashem on a Koshpochu, but there's also Kilu Kavayochu, also Yiras Hashem when you Machabit and give Yira to a Tamar Chacham. And that's what Rabbi Kiva does Darshan. He finished the, the work of Rabbi Shimon or Rechem Hamasuni, and he said that you could Darshan the S, which we have over here fundamental Machlaikis and all of Torah, whether we Darshan S or not. So if you Darshan the S, so then the S teaches you that the leather, the R is also. If you don't dash an SM, then you have no choice but to learn it out from Balashar Noki. Okay. So those are the two ways we can learn. One way we have learned so far of learning Balashar Noki is to teach me that the R is also. But we Derek Agav mentioned that there are other Tanaim who learn other things from Balashar Noki, and we'll start that circuit. Tanarbana. Balashar Noki. We said in the Mishnah that Kaifer only applies to a Muad, not to a Tam. Where do we know that from? Now, if you look at the Pesukim, the Pesukim only say Kaifer only is mentioned first by Muad. But maybe you could say that when the Torah says Kaifer by a Muad, that means Kaifer Shalei. Whereas in the previous Pesuk, when it talks about a Tam, you would pay Chetzi Kaifer, like you pay Nezik Shalim and Chetzi Nezik by a Tam. So also maybe by Kaifer, you pay Nezik Kaifer Shalim by a Muad, and you pay Chetzi Kaifer by a Tam. Now remember, there was such a Shita before, Rabbi Yaisi did hold like that. So it says Rabbi Lazar, no, Bala Sharnaki, Bala Sharnaki in the parish of Tam teaches me that there is no din of Chetzi Kaifer, meaning there is nothing else to pay. He pays Hezek if there's Hezek. If there's no Hezek, because it's a case where he kills a human being. We said, you kill the animal. He has nothing left to pay. So Balashonaki is not going out on no or anything like that. No. Balashonaki means he has nothing left to pay. There is no additional payment for this owner of this tam to pay because there is no din kaifer or chetzi kaifer on a tam. That is a Eliezer's drush. I'm going to Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Akiva says, I agree with your halacha, but I, I don't need a pasuk for that. Remember, all dine tam, chetzinezek, is migufa. This particular animal is going to be killed. Remember, we're talking about an animal that killed a human being. So the animals I made suckle, you suckle. So there's no gufa to pay from. So of course you don't pay chetzi kaifer. You can't pay Ketzi Kaifer because Ketzi Kaifer, even if it existed, would be me Gufai. And there is no Gufai because the animal is going to be killed. It's going to be worthless. It's us about no, we just said. So, of course, there's no Din Ketzi Kaifer. 
What, bring this animal to Bezdin and I'll pay you? But there is no animal to be brought because the animal is being killed. This was like a rhetorical statement of Rabbi Akiva. Amalei, um, Rabbi says, yes, generally speaking, but I could find a case where there is a migufay to pay. And I need the Pasuk to tell me that you don't pay. What is the case? You think I'm such a fool? You think I'm talking about a case where the animal is chayv misa and I'm teaching you you don't pay kaifer? Obviously, I agree with you. When the animal is chayv misa, there's no din kaifer. I don't need a pasuk for that. But, What if there's no aid? What if there's only one aid that he killed a person? Or the owner admits that he killed a person. In which case, we're not going to be mechaev, the animal, Misa, in this case. Maybe you would think you have a din kaifer. Kamashma, the pasuk, you don't have a din kaifer. Since the animal's alive, theoretically, you could have paid chatsi kaifer mikufai. Kamashma, the balashanaki says, well, that you don't. So, what do you mean? I'll be by them? You're going to kill an animal, I'll be by them? Maidib a kanasu. We know the halacha is when you admit to something that results in a knas, you don't have to pay that knas. Rashi learns this very interestingly. Rashi learns that the Gemara's question is that you would not kill the animal. Because killing the animal is a knas. That's how Rashi learns it. Tyson says, no, it's, we're talking about the kaifer itself. But Rashi says, we wouldn't kill the animal. If you're not going to kill the animal, that means it didn't do anything wrong per se, and we don't trust that it did anything wrong, and then there wouldn't be a din kaifer. Now Rashi says, we could also ask the question on the eid echad side of it. If you only have an eid echad, so you're not going to kill the animal. If you only have an eid echad, you're not going to pay kaifer either. So what's the, what the whole shot doesn't make any sense. It's about hukah sover, kufr kapar. That's because Rilezer holds kufr is a kaifer is a kapar. And if it's a kapara, then if you know deep in your heart that you're mechuyif to pay, then you're mechuyif to pay. Right? Bezdin can't force you to pay. But if there's only an echad or your admission, Bezdin can't force you to pay. But if you know klape shmaya that the animal and you are really chayiv misach, misvide shamayim, the owner of the animal, then you would pay the kaifer. Kamashmal on the pasuk balashar naki, that there is no din kaifer. There is no din kaifer whatsoever on the tab. But at least you'd have a case where there's a havami. Tani, then we have another b'risa which records an additional conversation of Rilezer and Rabbi Akiva. Amalei Rabbi Eliezer, Akiva, Kachani, Menachas, Shadani, B'chayv Misa. You think I'm talking about a case where Chayv Misa? No. Ain dini, Elbam, Eschav, and Largas, Ben, Varazek, Adam. What about if we're talking about when animals trying to gore an animal, and it misses, and it kills the owner of that second animal? Well, the Mitzri, Vargas, Yisrael, it's trying to kill a Mitzri, and it kills a Jew. The Nephalim, it's trying to kill a baby, Vargas, a Ben Kayama, it kills someone who's an older child or an adult. In which case, you would not kill the animal, Lechayr. And if you're not going to kill the animal, then you do have what to pay me gufay. And maybe there would be a din kaifer. Come on, the pasuk, you don't have a din kaifer. So we have two terutsim over here, says Rebilezer. Havaminas, where you would have the animal around to pay me gufay. Come on, you don't. A, he has a case where there's no edim. Or B, in a case where the animal really is not chayv misa, because he did not intentionally kill this person. Says the Gemara. Interesting, just Derech Agav. We're assuming both of these answers, Rabbi Lezer said to Rabbi Akiva. Which one did he say first? The Gemara is assuming that the second answer of Enem Eschavan is a better answer than the first answer of Eidechah. Because we said Eidechah is only filled Kofar Kapara. There's ways to get out of it. Whereas the second answer is to be a better answer. So Rav Kahn Mishmed Rav Amar Mishchavan Amar Lebereisha. He told him the better answer first. Rav Tavyumi Mishmed Rav Amar Hamas Amar Lebereisha. He's talking about the case of Eidechah. That one he said first. Bereisha. What's Pshat? Rav Kahn Mishmed Rav Amar Mishchavan Amar Lebereisha. He told him the better answer first. Moshe Lutzayish Shalot Dagam Anayam. When you go fishing, when you go fishing and you're fishing in the sea, Mishka Chrava Vishokol. You find a big fish, you take it. Okay, you still have room in the boat. Day's not over. You caught the first big fish earlier early in the morning. So then, shakal, zutri shakal. And then when you catch other small fish, you don't throw them back. 
you keep them also. So even though he told him a better answer, the Mishavan answer, Lamaisa, when he thought of another answer, he told him that other answer as well. No. Once I told him a good answer, conversation's over. I walk away. Elamai must be the opposite happened. He told me the answer of Echod, or the case or the case where it was Maidab Knas, which is a weaker answer. And then he thought of a better answer. Again, I'll give you a marshal of someone who is fishing. Mashkech Zutri starts filling up his boat with these tiny little fish. Shoko, he takes them. Mashkech doesn't know if he's going to have anything better. Mashkech, later on, he finds a giant fish, and that fish is better, more tasty, and more expensive. So what does he do? Shadi Zutri. He throws all the small fish out of the boat to make room for the big fish for Shoko Rabbi, and he takes only the big one. See here also, you would never give us worse answer after you've already given a better answer. So it must be he did the smaller answer first, the, the weaker answer. Then later on, he thought of a better answer. Okay, we'll get back to this Shaka Matayi Kiva and realize it tomorrow. But for our purposes, we now have two drushas from Bala Sharnaki so far. Either Bala Sharnaki is teaching me that the hides, the or is also by no, or Bala Sharnaki, according to Bala is teaching me that there is no din of Chatsi Kaifer, that the owner of the Tom is Naki from paying the din of Kaifer. We'll see more tomorrow.